Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I am your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. If it is your first time here, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my God, you are so welcome here. There's a seat for you wherever you would like. So happy Monday, everyone. First of all, we're going to get through this week. It's going to be good. We're going to push along our business lives make money moves be boss bitches um it was mom's weekend this weekend so my mother came down to my university and we had the best time doing arts crafts fun shops restaurants great food we laughed our asses off you know talk shit about some people because that's how me and my mom bond and it was just a really great weekend so i hope you guys had a great weekend as well and to be honest it is Monday morning when I'm recording this, but I have not gone to bed since last night because the Grammys have me so livid with what happened. You guys know the Grammys are like the most important thing to me, my favorite day of the year, and the results that came through last night had me absolutely pissed the fuck off, and I just needed to digest for a minute, but that's going to be the first topic of the day, a whole recap of the Grammys and the winners and the best moments and speeches and who was snubbed. You need to know all of it. Second, we're going to talk about Black China is suing not just her baby daddies this time, but the whole kardashian clan she's coming for them all she's trying to get millions out of them this time then we're going to talk about how cardi b is fighting her fans now after doja cat just fought her fans we're going to give an update on doja as well but now cardi b is fighting her fans intensely on twitter calling them dumb as fuck and she's sick of them you think i'm kidding i'm not so anyway, those are the topics for the day. Get fucking ready. But before we start, if you can just rate this podcast five star on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening at, it would help so much. Screenshot it, post it on your Instagram story, tag me. Um, I will respond, post it on my story. It helps push out the podcast to people who may not hear it because we don't have big companies pushing it out for me. It just helps everything grow and it would be so appreciated. So let's get into it. Welcome to Pop Culture University. Take your seats. Class is in session. The biggest award show in music happened last night, and the Grammys were a crowd pleaser, I would say, up until the very last 10 minutes. Then all shit hit the fucking fan, and it went to hell. I'm going to take you through the whole three-and-a-half-hour show in just a few minutes, so let's begin. At the top of the show, Silk Sonic, Bruno Mars, and Anderson Pack opened the show with an amazing performance of Leave the Door Open. Both of them look really sharp in a suit, and their vocals are undeniably amazing. They have such cool swag to them, and they are a match made in heaven. And then right off the bat, they won Song of the Year for Leave the Door Open. So already, one of my predictions was wrong. I predicted that Driver's License would maybe win 
song of the year but i was totally wrong i was like oh okay interesting you know i didn't get one right i'm sure the rest of the show will go as planned that did not happen but let's continue trevor noah who is the amazing host this year uh he didn't have to worry about kanye west because he was banned uh he opened the show and he gave a really great uh monologue in the beginning and he referenced the slap that happened between will smith and chris rock and he said we're gonna keep people's names out of our mouths tonight and then quest love ironically introduced the first performer which was olivia rodrigo who performed driver's license i thought she could have did a little bit more with her performances a little bit lackluster at the grammys like i want the highest budget possible because they're factually the highest budget performances every single year but she kind of just had a cute little set with a car and a road and i wanted more to be honest but it's okay then uh lil nas x and jack harlow performed they performed an amazing medley of dead right now industry baby and montero it was so amazing seeing lil nas x there getting his moment he had great choreo he had like a diamond crop top on that showed one of his arms and he looked so muscular and sexy and hot and there was a big giant statue of his face and he was like caressing his bulge and everything it had me all hot and bothered but guess what Lil Nas X was actually snubbed for every single Grammy he was nominated for tonight. And he was nominated for five. And he lost every single one. He didn't win a thing. And before the show, he tweeted, I'm either going to win a Grammy, go to a club, get drunk and have sex with a random stranger or lose each Grammy, go to a club, get drunk and have sex with a random stranger. So I can confirm that I did just get back from going out with Lil Nas X, but we did wear a condom. So don't worry. Petty Pop Culture and Lil Nas X will not be having a baby together. And after he lost, he tweeted, I lost all my Grammys. I guess I'm not gay anymore. And tweeted the emojis, the rainbow flag and the like circle with the line through it that's red because <laughs> clearly the grammys were homophobic last night i'm just kidding we're not going to say that's the case but it was a little bit suspicious then the next award happened doja cat and SZA won for best pop duo group performance which was actually my prediction i didn't say it on the pod but i was hoping they would win and they did but they both struggled while just walking to the stage to accept their award a lot of people think the hard part is making good enough music to win a grammy for them the hard part was just getting to the stage because that morning apparently SZA fell out of her bed really bad and did something to her foot and she had to wear crutches to walk on the stage but her dress they didn't plan for her to have crutches so it was really big and awkward to move in and lady gaga had to help her on the stage and it was like a whole cute moment between them and then doja cat being the dumb ass she is went to the bathroom right before her category was about to be announced and she found out she won as she was walking back she was in the back of the whole fucking theater when they called her name like with the nosebleeds with the nobodies in the back and she was like sprinting through the whole arena and there's like a video of her like trudging through the crowd like elbowing people to get there and she finally got to the front of the stage and she was like i haven't pissed so fast in my life uh so it was like really funny speech between them and then she got really emotional at the end saying that like i'll just play the clip of their whole thing it was really cute you went to the bathroom for five minutes are you serious i have never taken such a fast piss in my whole life glad you made it back in time i like to downplay a lot of shit but this is a it's a big deal Thank you, everybody. <laughs> they're such a funny dynamic. They make such great music and they should collab again because they're amazing. They clearly are both on the same wavelength here. So I see that 
collabing again in the future. Speaking of female collaborators, Megan the Stallion and Dua Lipa went up to pre- uh, announce the next award, which was Artist of the Year. And when they went to announce this award, the funny thing, they both stepped out on the stage wearing the same exact outfit. They're wearing the same exact leather dress with gold pins keeping it in place and leather boots on. And Donatelli Versace had to walk on the stage to fix the wardrobe clash that they were having because, bitch, they can't be stealing each other's look wearing the same outfit. So Donatella came on the stage and undid both of their skirts, revealing two different bottoms to the dress. So they now had on different dresses. And it was actually very reminiscent. I knew it immediately what they were referencing. Immediately. It was reminiscent of the Mariah Carey Whitney Houston dress fiasco that happened at the VMAs in 1998, where they both then took off the bottom of their dress to reveal a new dress. And Mariah actually acknowledged that they were referencing her and tweeted back at them, try it on me. Like, let me wear the dress that you guys are wearing. And it was really cute. And then Artist of the Year was announced and Olivia Rodrigo won. And her speech was so cute. God, uh, thank you so much to the Recording Academy. This is my biggest dream come true. Thank you so much. Um. But apparently she is cursed now because the Artist of the Year Award has been known to curse a lot of artists who win it and they never see as big a success as they did before they won it. But Dua Lipa and Megan Thee Stallion kind of broke that curse. So they were good people to hand it off to her. The craziest winners of the night to me were that Kanye West and The Weeknd won a Grammy together for one of the songs on Kanye West's album, which I thought was crazy because one, Kanye West was banned from the <laughs> award show, so he didn't get to accept it because he'd be harassing Pete and Kim on Twitter. And The Weeknd didn't get to, obviously, accept it either because The Weeknd has banned himself from the Grammys. He said, I'm too good for you bitches. I'm a Super Bowl bitch. I don't need you because they snubbed his whole massive blockbuster after hours album last year he didn't get one award and he was saying that the album that the grammys have secret committees and there was a conspiracy to like not nominate and everything and it was really unfair and unjust so he's never submitting his music to the grammys again but he got to win because he submitted his with kanye west so he actually won a grammy tonight which was a shock to me and there was a tie for the first time in grammy history for one of the winners which blew my mind because i've never heard of like a grammys tie like how does that even happen how do two people have the best song and that seems like you know breaking the rules almost like i want one winner don't you guys kind of like i just want them to fight it out but there was a tie in the best r&b performance category and the winners were both silk sonic for leave the door open and pick up your feelings by jasmine sullivan both of those people were getting a lot of love. The um, duo of Silk Sonic and Anderson Pack actually swept every single category they were nominated for, which was very opposite of what a lot of other people were experiencing, like Billie Eilish, because she lost every single award that she was up for. She lost all seven nominations, which was shocking, because how does Billie Eilish go from like a Grammy darling to now losing every single nomination in anticipation for the fandoms gathering pitchforks and torches and gonna go burn the winners houses down phineas had to tweet this he said we love silk sonic we love everyone who won tonight i don't want to see any talking trash at all nothing but love talented musicians tonight were lucky to be nominated and lucky to perform 
like that's very taking the high road of them and really humble of them but if that was me i'd be like bitch attack like one two three attack the grammys fans attack everyone who won because i should have won that damn award doja cat lost every single nomination she was up for except one which was literally crazy because planet her was blockbuster it was busting out her doja pussy so i was shocked but isn't it crazy that we first found out who doja cat was from bitch i'm a cow bitch i'm a cow to now she's like a serious grammy winner so honestly she still is a winner tonight uh the president of ukraine then had a moment and gave a speech via video to all the viewers and he encouraged everyone who's watching to spread the truth about what is going on in ukraine and it was a very real ass moment i was very captivated on the screen at that time and then they did like hold of the whole memoriam of all the artists who died this year and it was super, super sad. And it was like long. Like so many people are dying this year. 2022, taking victims left and right. The Reaper is not one to fuck with this year. So stay safe, everyone. And then shit, what, shit hit the fan in the last 10 minutes when they announced record and album of the year. So record of the year, I think we could all agree should have been Driver's License or Montero by Lil Nas X. That is who I predicted. That is who I wanted to win. Billboard said Olivia should sweep. Olivia won already three Grammys at this point. So people were like, oh, she's going to sweep the two big ones. But guess who won? silk sonic leave the door open you know what else i'm gonna leave open the safety on my glock because i was pissed i was livid like I, I don't really like when people sweep the whole category like why do they have to win song and record of the year that's boring to me give someone else a moment give us someone else to shine silk sonic just seemed like a safe boring choice to me and bruno mars is another like grammy darling like he won album of the year like five years ago so they be eating his ass as well. So I'm not fully shocked. But honestly, I counted them out. It was a total mindfuck. Anyway, the worst of them all. Let's get on to album of the year. So again, we all thought it's going to be Sour, Planet, Her, or Montero. And guess guess who won? Guess who won? <laughs> the winner of album of the year was John Batiste. Who? Who, you might ask? Yeah, John Batiste for his album, We Are. The 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 song from that album that has the most streams only has nine million streams. It's virtually unknown. So this struggling artist, as I like to call him, John Batiste, beat out all these blockbuster A-list artists who worked all year to give us the best moments that they possibly could. The best visuals, the best experience with their albums, the strongest singles, and then John Batiste, who like literally only had his album listened to by a handful of people when like where was steve harvey someone switched up the card like la la land and if no one switched the cards someone like will smith needs to cause a diversion so i can switch the cards myself because that was just totally not what i expected so all my predictions were wrong even his reaction were, was like huh like i won he was he, he literally didn't even get out of his seat for like 30 seconds because he was like are you, are you sure you want to give this to me his speech was actually really cute though no hate to john batiste olivia had like blue balls it seemed like like her co her collaborator was like whispering in her ear after she lost and she was just clapping with you know a, definitely a forced smile on her face but you can tell it was trajected for her to win and she did not but anyway that's what happened at the grammys it was a wild night and it honestly was a good time until the end so what can we learn from this i guess just don't count anybody out expect the unexpected and the the best art does not always have to be the most listened to the most streamed the most out there the best art is about how it makes people feel how people connect to it and even if there's just a little fan base how it changed their life so we're not going to discredit john batiste we're going to give him a chance and this is his song called freedom when i move my body just like 
Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavior science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures from society to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to just find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goal at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you start gaining confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engage with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Y'all, the women in Hollywood are acting the fuck up right now and hating on their own fan bases. Multiple of them. First Doja, now Cardi. I don't know what's going on with their astrology signs, but they feel like fighting. So Cardi B just got in a fight with her fan base over the fact that she did not attend the Grammy. So this is very recent they were pissed off because her barty gang felt like cardi was teasing them making them think she was gonna you know go to the grammys have a big grammy moment and then she didn't even attend the award show at all and they were pissed tweeting things at her like why would they tease her you're so bad to your fans like we hate you insulting her piling on just the hate and negativity in her Twitter inbox. And so she started to retaliate. I'm gonna read some of the tweets, but warning, these are very vicious tweets between a fan base and their idol. The first one says, because they were so mad she's been teasing them, they said, I bet your son wouldn't like to be on your ass while teasing us fans and not ever dropping music. Cardi B said, I hope your mom dies in response to them. Uh, Okay, Cardi. The next one said, at Cardi B, do you kiss your child with that mouth? And then she said, none of my kids are autistic. Don't project what you got on my kids. Literally calling one of her fans autistic, which is problematic in itself. Like she really does not feel the need to impress these people. The next one said, lazy bitch, get up and get to work to Cardi. And she responded back, drink acid with your ugly ass. She wants her fan to kill herself. That's really, the uh, Cardi, she's wilding out with Nick Cannon. The next person said, now... I really hope you lose that Grammy tonight because you couldn't just not respond to anyone on here. And Cardi B said, you don't even go here. (laughs) There's always time for a Mean Girl reference, even when telling your fans to kill themselves. The next person said, your job is literally music and it's like you don't even care about it anymore. You've just been saying you have an album on the way since 2019, girl, please. Then Cardi said back, bitch, suck dick and go do some homework the fuck. She finally stopped responding to her fans, done in the mentions, and then she started tweeting by herself, y'all so fucking dumb. I really don't like y'all. Suck my dick. She loves telling people to suck her dick. I'm starting to think that maybe she has one. Then she said, addressing their problem, when did I hype y'all up? Where and when did I ever give hints? Like, are you okay? I'm not going to an award show if I don't got any new song to perform or an album that isn't out. Next year, but shorty, you gotta chill the fuck out. I'm deleting my Twitter, but on God, I hate this fucking dumb ass fan base you got the slow dumbasses dragging my kids all because y'all thought i was going to the grammys and i didn't what the fuck when the fuck was i hinting when i was going just fucking stupid i can't i need to protect myself and then she actually deleted her twitter now let's just analyze what we just saw so she probably 
is feeling the pressure and that's why she blew up. She hasn't put out an album in a long time and now she's not going to the Grammy. She's not feeding her fan base and they're mad. She's really busy and she just really hasn't had the time to make another full-length album. And she probably feels a little bit of dissatisfaction with herself right now and is maybe taking it out on them. She's frustrated that she is working hard. She's doing a lot of brand deals. She's doing a lot of other things, being a mom, besides making music. And maybe she feels like internally she isn't feeding her fans enough, feels guilty, and doesn't have a clear conscience, and that's why she's blowing up. When her fans give her the pressure, she just fights and then flights because she kind of feels like she's just she's disappointing them. But then I, re- I really just think that she handled it wrong. A lot of people thought, oh, this is just another spur of the moment thing. But then she went on Twitter and kept yelling at them so that shit got me mad because it's like you know it gets me annoyed when other people talk about me but when my own fucking fans talk shit about me that shit really pissed the fuck out of me bro that shit really pissed me the fuck off and then because of that that shit that shit had like a domino effect of me just going off and motherfuckers talking about like (laughs) i'm getting canceled this and that let me tell you something i don't give a fuck whatever i said on them tweets i really motherfucking mean it oh why would you wish that on somebody on somebody mother well that person brought up my son if you're talking shit about me why you bringing up my fucking son what do my my son gotta do with anything if you bring up my son i hate you that is fucking wild to me why are all these people with big fan bases not appreciating them like why are you yelling at people who give you a career a fan is a fan ariana's fans shit on her every single day she didn't go to the grammys today they were pissed they were trending you know mocking her clowning her saying she never feeds them taylor's fans were clowning her saying how much she hates evermore and everything like that but they know it isn't worth it to fight their fans so i get that who a lot is given to is expected a lot of so she is cracking under the pressure you know a a little bit the immense pressure of being an a-list musician uh, especially female A-list musicians. But is it worth it tearing apart your fan base and causing havoc to these people that you lead in a way just to get a little bit of your anger out with your whole situation on them? Because Cardi B is someone who's under a lot of pressure and doesn't have a lot of time to work and has a lot on her plate. So I think she just blew up. Hopefully she gets over it. But someone who's not getting over it is Doja Cat. She went to the Grammys red carpet, which was very bold of her because they knew she was going to ask that question. And she got asked if she's going to quit music still. And this is what she said. You will be going out on tour, correct? Yes, I will. Yes. <laughs> what he's Tell trying everybody. to say is Tell he everybody had, here. it's going to happen. Yes, North America, I'm coming. What he's trying to say is you had Twitter ablaze, you had social yeah. media ablaze, you had our newsroom ablaze with the news that Doja Cat is he's quitting retired. music. That can't happen. Uh, You're too good. Stop it. You're good. Come on now, stop it. Stop it. We're here at the Grammys. <laughs> it's a great time, and I'm so happy to be here. And thank you guys so much. So she didn't fully avoid the question, but she basically said, "We'll see." I but that same night she was talking about people who she wants to collaborate with in the future. So I think she's still really pissed at her fans, but she's still going to continue music. And in that clip, she said, "North America, I'm coming, but not South America." because she hates the south american fans and is not going to stop fighting with them so what can we learn from this is picking a fight worth it what are you really going to get from it yes people talking shit is annoying people throwing dirt on your name is annoying but do you let them talk and keep your head down and just keep working and doing your best doing your thing or do you stoop to their level and respond and cause a whole scene fighting and telling someone off is cathartic and great i get it i want to fight someone every single day but you have to ask yourself is it worth it I know that's right. Big bad pussy, not the belly band.
no family gets sued by their exes more than the Kardashians do. Cut the cameras dead ass. Black China is back and she got a taste of some of that clout last week calling out Rob and Tyga and she just couldn't resist more. She's the most clout thirsty bitch. She wants it more than Winnie the Pooh wants honey. So a few days ago, if you do not remember, she said she had to sell her cars because her baby daddies weren't giving her child support. But that is a lie. Her baby daddies take care of the kids six days of the week each. She only has her kids on Sunday. You know, it's a shame she can never take them to Chick-fil-A. She only has them on Sunday and they pay for majority of their living expenses so they don't have to provide child support. And Rob and Tyga exposed her on social media saying, we're not going to pay you child support. You just want our money. Um... And selling those cars were devastating to her. So she's depressed that it didn't work out. You know, who, you know, if she sells her cars, who is Nicki Minaj going to race with? So she was mad that didn't work out. So now she's trying something else. She's greedier for clout than Mr. Krabs is for money. So she was looking around, looking at who she can pick a fight with next. And she decided to tweet this sentiment. She said, I plan to refocus my attention on my trial against Kris Jenner and her daughters, Kim, Chloe, and Kylie, which starts in 13 days when they got my number one hit show killed back in January 2017 that not only hurt me financially and emotionally, that also hurt my beautiful kids, all caps. I'm taking them to court to stand up for my legal rights and to be an example to my kids that what is right is right and what is wrong is wrong. And what they did was so wrong. I'm so thankful that a jury will finally listen to what really happened behind closed doors, the lies that were told, and the damage that was done. At the end of the trial, I'm going to be able to proudly tell King and Dream, her kids, that I did everything I could to right the wrong that was done to me and that in life it is my hope that they will be able to stand up for themselves when it matters too peace and love to you all angela bitch fuck out of here with that peace and love shit anyway first let's start with yes she is suing chris kim and chloe and kylie because her show got canceled she's suing chris and kim because they were executive producers of the show and apparently they wrongfully got her show canceled even though e wanted it to keep going because they just didn't like her and i guess she's suing kylie because she's still mad that tyga still speaks to kylie and doesn't speak to her and she's probably just suing chloe too because rob and chloe are best friends or something she's not suing courtney or kendall they were spared by the grace of god anyway let's dissect if her show actually deserved to be canceled it was not a hit show it got decent ratings But that's just because the Kardashians backed it and it was through them and Rob Kardashian was on there. But it was only watched by the fans who wanted to see how awful they were together and get a tutorial about how to not make a relationship last. The show was legit them fighting over everything like fast food and french fries. Are you still texting bitches? Yes or no? And she's under the impression that we watch for her when that's just not the truth. She does not have the vernacular or the draw that she thinks she does. And also, a show being canceled isn't all about ratings. If you piss off the network, they will cancel you. And the Kardashians are the E! Network. They were the whole network. They were the executive producers of the show. And they rightfully hated you for abusing Rob, wasting his time, um trying to trademark the name angela kardashian before her and rob were even married trying to fuck with the kardashians brand so they rightfully hated you and a show being canceled isn't all about the ratings so if you don't get along with the network and you piss them off they're going to cancel you so i don't think they did anything wrong in canceling her so i don't think she has any foot to stand on in court but the biggest the biggest what the fuck 
moment of this whole thing is she literally got a restraining order against Rob Kardashian in early 2017. How are you going to film a show with someone in 2017 who you can't go 500 yards within in 2017? How is that going to work? Why do you even care that your show is canceled? Rob and China can't go on if Rob and China are holding a 10-foot pole in between each other because they can't be close to each other. She had to get a restraining order against him because the whole like revenge porn thing, I can like make a whole video about it if you guys want. But yeah, safe to say they don't get along. So good luck winning against Kim, who's literally about to be a lawyer, and Kris Jenner, who is literally Kris Jenner. I just don't see her being able to last a minute in court. The court is going to laugh at this case when they see it, throw it out, and bring in the dancing lobsters, and that will be it. But you know what? She doesn't even care if she wins the court case. She just wants clout. And you know what? Damn it. I'm accidentally giving her clout. Fuck. Um, anyway. <laughs> and what does she mean about showing kids what's right and wrong? Bitch, you ain't showed them what's right and wrong your whole life. That and bopping and scheming is right. You scheming a whole family just to use their clout and literally having a kid with someone to trap them and his money and everything. Bitch, you better not show Dream and King that whole show of yours if, if that's why you say it was a hit. And you already got the Kardashians' baby, Black China. So just take the win and move on. So what can we learn from this? Being a shady bitch is not the way to get to the top. There's ways to reach the top without scheming, using, and social climbing your way there. Because if you social climb, that ladder can be pulled from you right when that relationship ends. If you burn those bridges, there's also a way to make an honest day's living without doing that as well. Make your money and life off of your own merit. Because if you're fake and social climb and use people, it isn't going to end well for you. But if you build your own life on your own merit, no one can ever take that away. Thank you guys for joining me in Pop Culture University today. I hope you had a great time listening. I got some hate comments about my podcast the other day when I asked a question about it, saying that it needs improvement and everything. So if there's any way you want me to improve my podcast, maybe just DM me about it. I would love to hear some constructive criticism in a nice way. Most of you guys are great. Just DM me amazing things. We have great conversations. But there are some haters. They're probably just mad about me talking shit about their favorite celebrities, but they just can't handle the truth. And I can accept that. I'll accept the truth on their behalf because they can't take it. Anyway, if you enjoyed this, please give it a five star on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Screenshot it, post on your story to help get it pushed out there. And I hope you guys have an amazing Monday. I will see you guys on Wednesday and on TikTok. Make sure you check me out there. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E. AV on YouTube.